this is something that lightning and like uh layers and i guess side chains can like mm. bring is like the uh excitement or the space to imagine i guess and mess about that altcoins have it's yeah like, i guess one of their benefits right is that you know definitely there's, yeah there's a lot of like room to to mess about basically you can't really yeah. do on the bitcoin like, main uh yeah. chain um so yeah i suppose that's something that lightning does bring i guess something mm. that um and this is something that i'm kind of i'm kind of uh well uh making up to a degree here but obviously uh there was that news this rumor that amazon is apparently going to be accepting bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies and i can sort of smell amazon coin or something <laughs> coming at some point uh which is gonna i guess you like a binance chain ripoff or something but um mm. i i i think uh something with, with lightning as well which again this is me totally assuming something but when when they say they're accepting bitcoin i can't really imagine amazon accepting on-chain bitcoin all that frequently i i, I would imagine that it would be lightning that they would end up accepting i'm just again assuming here um but obviously if that were to happen uh, mm. obviously that will be uh, quite a big i guess test of of how much it can hold up to potentially a ton of people now suddenly making quite a lot of payments because a lot of people use amazon a lot of the time mm. um so i guess like that, that for me that's what I, I i've kind of been focusing on the last few days is thinking well how would that work and how would that hold up and how would amazon try and implement it and you know i just i think that's quite an interesting it is yeah. thing if, if they go down that road and obviously again i'm making assumptions based upon articles that have here you know sort of someone says but i i think it could be really interesting to see how it holds up i guess and how how it changes as well potentially if, if amazon brings loads of focus to lightning suddenly potentially you might have more people working on it and more interested in it and you know yeah i guess that's just something i've been thinking about and so i can understand when you say mm. lightning is exciting for me, that's another reason why it's exciting. Yeah, the first thing that crops it comes to mind, isn't it? Which I think is what you're saying is, well, even if they were prepared to deal with like delays, there'd just be way too much potential volume for that to, to hit the main chain. So they must be thinking of off-chain solutions. And the next thing you think is, well, there's also, uh, you know, more custodial model. Like it's a bit like with the uh, with Bit Refill, right? You can you can directly pay for something with with Lightning, but you can also just like charge your your balance up either with main chain or with uh, lightning and then you can use that money to to buy things later uh so they might they might be thinking more like that or they who knows what they're thinking um i mean maybe we should really be talking about the yeah i guess that case is almost more interesting than el salvador isn't it because the numbers you could get via amazon are, are so large at least in theory it could but with El Salvador, I guess it's a bit smaller. I don't know, maybe not, because that's the whole country. I, I, I don't really know. No, I, I, yeah, I get you coming, but I think you say it's, El Salvador is um, a lot more factual based. Um, mm. But then obviously there you've got the situation where a lot of people maybe don't have, maybe don't have access to, you know, be able to use Bitcoin. And, and, and a big amount of the population don't understand it yet and probably won't for a little mm. while yet. The mm. education is needed. It's an awesome opportunity. Um, but also, I guess it's been talked about a lot. And I suppose, yeah, that was just the first thing that came to mind when I heard about um, this potential Amazon rumor. It was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, I, I can't imagine they're going to be accepting on chain unless, as you say, potentially a kind of account top up situation, maybe. Um, but yeah, I just, I just figured it was interesting to. It's, it's, I guess it's interesting. And that, that kind of, uh, I'm already sort of somewhat very interested in Lightning, even though I don't, still don't, you know, have a, a 100% uh, understanding of how it works. Hmm. Um, but I guess that comes in even more so is like, well, the theoretical situation where it's like, well, hold up, if Amazon with their millions around the whole globe suddenly decides to accept them, it's like, well, 
this could be a real big thing for Lightning and Bitcoin in, in the process and, and, and further layers and, and, and all sorts uh, suddenly being developed. Because obviously the internet wouldn't become what it has, is now if everyone didn't have interest in using it, I can imagine. Yeah. If everyone just said, nah, we don't need to transfer information and everyone just agreed we don't need to transfer information on a big web, then this wouldn't be <laughs> happening right now, would it, I guess? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I thought it was a bit of sort of a... I guess I've gone on a tangent. I've not really asked you a question, but I suppose it just explains what I was saying. No, I, don't, I, just, I do think, though, well, we should just, just ignore it until something concrete happens because this story just keeps coming back. You know, PayPal is accepting, Amazon is accepting, and then... At some point, they do something, and it ends up being so weak source usually that it doesn't really matter. And I mean, you just don't. I just wait and see what they say. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. Uh, mm. Speaking about Lightning Network, mm. I've heard conflicting things about how private it actually mm. is. Like some mm. people say it's super private, and other people say it's not. Um, do you have any opinions on privacy in the Lightning Network? Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I haven't like done my due due diligence properly yet. I've seen a couple of talks, and I've read a couple of things here and there about you know different ways in which uh it can be it's the kind of network that can just inevitably be attacked in some sense by people probing it's just the nature of the thing um there will always be ways that people can kind of probe to find out where they to try and find out where things start and finish um to try and find out, you know, the origin of a particular payment and so on. And, you know, there is, a, there is this kind of linking point of the, of the funding transaction, which, um, you know, in, inevitably is on the blockchain, right? And so there's, there is a sort of watermark there saying, well, this channel was created at this time. But, you know, it's a tough call. I think I, I can only go by intuition, really. My intuition is that whilst it's true that, a network like this would not would not represent a decent level of defense against state level attack attackers you know somebody really well resourced and really determined to identify your payments i don't think it's good enough for that certainly not today and it of course well that sort of feeds into my next point which is i think that it it, it is going to improve with scale um, there are other little improvements here and there. The Taproot soft fork will, once it's implemented, will significantly improve Lightning privacy in at least two ways. One way is that the what's called a point time lock contract, which is a very closely aligned concept to what I was describing earlier in the context of swaps. I was saying the use of adapter signatures enables you to sort of hide secrets in, in signatures. There'll be a similar trick here where you're able to kind of share a secret along a path, along a, a route in the Lightning Network, but each individual hop in the route won't be using the same secret value. So it won't be possible for people to try and correlate a route using a single fixed secret or hash, specifically a hash value, as it is today. That's one of the ways Lightning uh, privacy could be attacked today. Although it's not necessarily easy, but you can do it. Um, what was I saying? Um, the other way that the Taproot Softwalk, at least these are the two that spring immediately to my mind, the Taproot Softwalk will, will, will help Lightning privacy is that a Lightning channel open and closed today are a very obvious thing. And why are they very obvious? Because they use a multi-sig contract in which it's a two of two multi-sig. And so when that thing gets spent, see the thing is when you create a multi-sig uh, output, you're sending to an address, which is just a, what's called a script hash address. So it's just it's still just the hash. So nobody really knows what the script was. 
that created that hash. But when you then spend out of that, of that UTXO, you have to reveal the entirety of the script that created the hash. And that, in the case of Lightning, that is a two of two multi-sig. And so even when, um, even when the channel is open and closed normally and there's no shenanigans, nobody drops out, nobody tries to cheat, Nevertheless, the script is revealed, and the script is a specific kind of 202 multi-sig. So it's pretty obvious, if not 100% obvious, uh, which UTXOs on the blockchain today are ingoing and outcoming from Lightning. And with Taproot, that won't be the case, and at least depending on people implement this, specifically because people can create... Um, uh, kind of uh, squished down um, multi-sigs into a single signature. Which means that it will just like an it look like an ordinary spend of a signal sig single signature output instead of a multi sig. So the the grand goal of 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 Taproot plus Nor is that wherever possible, every kind of script, whether it be um, uh, whether it be a complex script or 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 whatever, will have this property where as long as everyone agrees, then we all pay out to one single sig pub key. Or even though behind the scenes it's actually like a ten of ten or something, you know. Um, sorry, I'm going on about Taproot. So you get the idea. I'm trying to give you a couple of examples where Taproot will help with Lightning privacy. I don't think Lightning privacy is at all perfect. It is the kind of network that is subject to attacks just because people can like go and talk to it. It's it's an open network. It's not like you can't compare it with like the Swift network because that's all like encrypted wires that nobody can tap into. <laughs> But we can all talk to the Lightning Network, and so you can attack it. But it will also get better with scale is like the third point I'd make. I'm pretty sure that's true. So um, this is more like um, tapping into your um, into your Nostradamus, um, for lack of a better word. <laughs> your predictions. So um, during um, the last bull run where we saw the microsellers, you know, buying up Bitcoin and the whole, you know, Wall Street, you know, um, invasion of Bitcoin. Mm. So. Mm. Um, after that, I predicted that you know the next adoption wave of Bitcoin would be because we have we've had retail mm. and we've had corporate. Now will be my my next prediction will be that we'll be having nation states and um, mm. national treasuries actually you know buying up Bitcoin. And I think when I saw the news of El Salvador you know invest um, making mm. Bitcoin legal tender, it kind of validated my prediction. Yeah. So then we, we we also had the other extreme at the other end where we saw China. China basically kicking out Bitcoin from the state, and and it basically we have two possibilities. Do you see what do you what do you think will be the future of Bitcoin for the next you know, two decades? We have you know uh, <laughs> easy questions, huh? <laughs> companies, uh, we see more yeah. of our countries you know, buying up, you know, making Bitcoin, you know, in, in, mm. incorporating Bitcoin, integrating Bitcoin into their national framework or you know financial financial you know, policies. Or would we see more of the China, you know, Chinese stance and, you know, more countries, you know, taking a stand against and banning Bitcoin, basically? I mean, I have no idea. But I think, I think um, I've always felt like the best predictor of the future is the past. Uh, it's still a lousy predictor, but it's the best one, <laughs> right? So, I mean, you can come up with some theory completely, you know, Ex nihilo, just make up your own theory about how the future will evolve. But I don't, I don't know. And I think looking at the way governments have reacted to Bitcoin over the last 10 years, what's been the themes? I think the main theme has been ignorance. 
um, there's a lot of not just ignorance, but especially from like the the sort of pundit class of e economists. It's, it's been like a very like outward sneering and laughing at Bitcoin as a concept from the early days. Um, that's slowly shifted, of course. But the only the, the only thing they're really reacting to is the price signal. It's like they you very clearly see how the the, the sort of um, the quality, the quality, the kind of uh, the quality of their their, their their discourse around Bitcoin is is strongly affected by the price, but it it's they don't actually it doesn't actually convince them to ever really study it. It's like to the minds of the pe the political and economic class, Bitcoin is just an error. It's an error of the ordinary person or of the technical person or of any person who thinks it has value. It's just they. They, they, I don't see them changing their mind about that. And of course, you could say, oh, the El Salvador case illustrates the opposite. But I suppose the El Salvador case illustrates the other kind of historical feature you'll see, not so much with governments, but with, with other things, which is it tends to be the smaller, the less powerful, the more out on the edge element of a particular group that, that gets interested in or takes, takes interest in Bitcoin earliest, right? Um, and so El Salvador, you have a, a very small country, you know, very a relatively poor. I don't know exactly how poor, but it's relatively poor at least. Um, you know, which has its own problems. I think I've heard it has problems with violence and maybe maybe drugs. I can I can imagine there's all kinds of drug war elements to it. But anyway, my point is, it's just like it's a fairly minor thing. So if we think about the future, if you think about going out decades, it's really hard. But going into the future, I don't see any realistic prospect that the the big power centers, you know, the Beijing's, the the the, the Washingtons, and, and 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 the European power centers, are going to start to look at Bitcoin more favorably over the next several years. I would strongly suspect it will get more and more negative, um, but it will also be slow. The reaction is always slow, you know. So how does this come to a head? I mean, we can hope that it comes to a it, that it doesn't come to a head, that it becomes a case of well, so you know, so much of your population has become connected with Bitcoin, and many of the politicians themselves don't forget they often secretly are buying Bitcoin in the background. This is an important point, right? Uh, it's an important dynamic because without that dynamic, we would just be in a direct out-and-out -out war. And I think we can hope that it continues to the, the, the changes in policy, you know, continue to be slow as they have been, and eventually it reaches a point where it's there's not really very much they can do. Because I think if that's not true, then it, regardless of, you know, some small states here and there decide to buy up some Bitcoin or to be positive towards it or use Bitcoin, the, the big states are going to be so massively against it because it's such a threat to their to their fundamental power. Um, I don't know. That's, that's what I think. I really don't, don't know for sure. Mm. One thing we do know for sure is it's a fair bit cheaper for them to store Bitcoin than it is to store gold. <laughs> That's for certain. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of uh, security you have to, to have to have to store yeah. your gold as a, as a nation state. Yeah, I think now is probably a good time. I mean, we've run for about an hour, so it's probably a good time mm -hmm. to uh, to close up the uh, the conversation. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate the the time you've taken to to come and sit down with us three and uh, discuss uh, many different uh, Bitcoin goings ons we've uh, we've brought up. It's been uh, it's been much appreciated. Uh, really, and I've I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you as well and kind of getting your perspective. Uh, yeah, likewise. Likewise. It was fun.
much appreciated. And uh, but yeah, also thank you to uh, to everyone out there listening um, for for actually listening in. Uh, and if they want to, uh, I think you're on Mastodon, right? Rather than yeah, yeah, I have a I do I do micro blog on on Mastodon. Yeah, gotcha. I can give so, I can give you that link if you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll say there'll be a link wherever we've posted this that you're listening in or watching or whatever. Um, so you can go and follow him on uh, Mastodon. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's been, been awesome to chat to you. Um, everyone out there listening, have an amazing day, week, year, whatever. Um, stay happy and uh, keep buying some Bitcoin. <laughs>